Welcome to the Shovel Pass, the NFL podcast for those that need that extra hour of football talk to get them over the hump and through the week. I'm Nick Sawyer, and I'm joined weekly by a few of my closest friends, Will Sawyer, Phil Heim, and Chris Heim, as we discuss all things NFL football from the games of the week, surprises, predictions, high performers, not-so-high performers, and anything else that stands out. Thank you for checking us out, and please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. We sincerely appreciate it. All right, well, it's great to have you back. And uh, no, I, and it's unfortunate that you missed last week because uh, Will and I had a little fun at the uh, expense of O-linemen. We kind of teed off on them for a few minutes there. Yeah, I caught up on that. And, uh, but settle the funny. argument for us. Settle, yeah. settle the argument for us. Okay, so... It, how much I, difference is there, honestly, between pass blocking and run blocking? There is a significant amount of difference. Um, your point on whether or not a team that's a very good pass blocking team shouldn't be that bad of a run blocking team, I think you were talking about in reference to the Cowboys. Um, I yeah, agree. I think I just said basically that it was, yeah. it, it was to me, surprising watching them. Yes, and there that is, they there were is a level of that. so good at pass blocking, and their run blocking looked pretty bad. Yeah, so I, I do agree. Like, there shouldn't be that much of a disparity between the extremes. Like, if you're a really good pass blocking team, you should at least be a decent run blocking team as well. The Steelers actually had that same issue last year where they were an excellent pass blocking team, but dreadful running the ball. And okay. the thing is, um, when it comes to the difference between the two, there are similarities in that hand placement's important, foot placement, leverage, all these kind of basics of, of just any kind of play, but especially line play. But the main difference between the two is run blocking, you're going forwards, pass blocking, you're going backwards. So right. it's how you compose yourself. Run blocking, you're in a lower stance, you're, slightly, you're leaning forwards slightly more, your center of gravity is probably going to be lower, and pass blocking, a little more upright, you're kicking back, so you're leaning most of your weight to your inside leg towards the center, and you're in much more of an upright position, but the expression is to keep your butt on the bar stool. You still want that bend your knees, but yeah, this you're is in where they get much into less that. of a powerful position like you have much less leverage because the point of pass blocking isn't to move other men it's to have just enough time to throw the ball so pass blocking is one of those things where offensive linemen traditionally dislike it they prefer small people because that's their attitude me being a renaissance man and a lover not a fighter i always actually (laughs) was way better at pass blocking than i was at run blocking I, i never had the nasty that was required to be like a truly dominant like run grader, it's just like road graders mauling people. But I enjoyed the challenge of run blocking, or sorry, pass blocking, because it def- definitely requires more foot speed. You have to be quicker, and it requires more finesse. You have to be a little more technical. You can't just mm-hmm. throw your throw your gut at someone and just like use your legs, right? You have to use everything. And obviously, run blocking is a whole body thing too. But pass blocking, everything's important. How quickly I shoot my hands when you play really good defensive ends. Do you spend a lot of time practicing in Indy like when to time a punch? Because if you shoot prematurely, that guy's going to swat your hands away. If you watch, shut up, Will. If you watch, it's never a good thing to shoot prematurely. <laughs> if you watch, guys, we're we're doing highbrow commentary. We're not a better channel, Will. Thank you. But if you watch like these premier edge rushers in the NFL, the Bosa brothers, Watts, uh, Chase Young. Uh, if you look back at uh, Demarcus Ware when he was tearing stuff up, watch their hands. A lot of times you see edge rushers and they'll say, oh, I spent, bo- I did boxing training this summer to get in better shape, work my hands. The whole thing is if you can get the O-line's hands off you right away, like you've won the rep, almost always. Depends right. on how good the O-line is to recover. But 
there is short story, short story uh, or sorry, long story short. There's a big difference between run blocking and fast blocking. Well, it's, closing that, distance, right? it's yeah. closing that distance between your bodies. If, exactly. As, as the O-lineman, you want to keep him at a distance. Exactly. You want to keep him arm's length so that you can you can move him or you can direct him where you want him to go. It's almost, if he closes that distance and gets on top of you, you're toast. It's almost one of those things when you're when you're pass blocking. I, this is speaking in absolutes, but it's it's almost like whoever shoots their hands first loses. Almost. Right, like you, you want to invite the rusher upfield enough so they get close enough. If they sh- if they try to lean on you, that's a, that's a big thing with like long armed, freakish defensive ends like Javon Curse. Like he was just like what six five, super long arms. Like he could just lean out a tackle because he had longer arms than he did, so he can get into the tackle's chest before right. he get into his. But the idea as a as a tackle going against one of those those jungle cats at end is I want to make sure they can't get around me. But if I shoot my hands too quick and I stop moving my feet, he just needs to do a quick head slap and swim across, and he's all already at the quarterback, right? So it's mm. a very, it's a much more, in my opinion at least, uh, difficult coordinated dance to pass block because <laughs> you always have to move your feet, and it's so much more reactive. Pass blocking, the offensive line is at a disadvantage because we're yeah. not as good of at, I'm an athlete as a, defend, a defensive end or de- defensive tackle is. Every defensive lineman is a better athlete than almost every offensive lineman. Right, and the reason we're the reason we like run blocking is because we kind of negate the athleticism because it's just run at each other and bigger man usually wins, stronger man usually wins. But with pass blocking, we have to react, right? So in Indy, yeah. when we would do one on one drills in in pass blocking, um, if you're the offensive lineman, you're expected to lose. Like the the I mean, it's not expected, but it's not surprising if you lose. It's almost it's it's a scenario where it's set up in favor of the defensive end right. because that's the one instance where an offensive player is reacting to a defensive player is the pass situation. Whereas pretty much every scenario in football, it's a defender reacting to the uh, offensive player. In this case, we have to, we can't move until we see what the defenders are doing. So pass blocking becomes a very difficult, difficult. And honestly it is, it is choreography. A lot of it is foot placement, um, body lean, everything like that slide blocks, different kinds of protections. Like pass blocking is significantly more complicated than, run blocking which is why you always hear commentators say oh well, that guy you know he's a true alignment he loves run blocking more he's a mauler that's what it is run blocking right, is no, a little simpler uh, well that's fantastic thank you i um i love that explanation um and and i'll be honest as a former quarterback i didn't know probably nearly enough of that so uh, I appreciate it. That's okay. Probably half your own line didn't know enough. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also didn't play at the, at the level you played at Chris. So, um, anyway, so the, the question begs, it's funny. you all, all, everything you just said is, um, ringing bells of every time I watch the combine and all the, the keywords and jargon that the, uh, commentators drop. You know, he's long, his arm length, his, he's, a, he's a natural bender. So the, I guess mm. the question now is, Chris, were you a natural bender? Uh, assuredly not. That's why I played O-line and not D-line. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sometimes you'll see those like those like really thin, wiry guys who are surprisingly strong, and they can just dip around you. Um, watching TJ Watt has been a real pleasure as a, as a Steelers fan because – Every game, he'll beat the the old lineman like to a point where it, it almost looks like when you have you know a small child ducking between the legs of a, an adult. That's almost yeah. like TJ Watt and these elite bending 
yeah, so to speak, ends. Can they do. get so low; it's crazy. Yeah. Actually, Nick Bosa you, makes me think of that too. He gets so low going around the D line or O lineman. Footage of JJ Watt back in like 2013, 2014 practicing. Um, he when he does reps when he when he beats the tackle dummy uh, simulating a pass rush. He like dips and like scrapes the ground with it, like purposely scrapes the ground with his like arm yeah. to force himself to get low. And these guys are so quick and so balanced, and they can recover balance so quickly because they're essentially. I keep saying they're jungle cats. They're anomalies, right? Yeah, they can get that low where they're almost an inch off the ground and bounce right back and right back up in half a second. They're, well, they're and the trick is getting that low, yeah, in such a way that the O lineman doesn't just push you into face yeah. first into the dirt. Right. Well, honestly, frankly, if you if the old lineman gets low enough to meet you, like he's off balance, it's hard because how we're stanced in a pass set, the offense it's not easy. We don't have long enough arms. It's really difficult for an offensive lineman to commit to splashing on a defender who's in the dirt. The best, the only way you really get a chance to bury a defender who's going that low is if he loses balance and slips and falls on the ground. Then you just splash right. on him, right? <laughs> but for the most part, when you get because only there's only. Sorry, this technical term, let me stop you there for a second. This technical yeah. term you just used, splash on somebody? Yeah, so sorry. I, a spl- I don't it's follow. More jargon. It's, not, it's not technical. So yeah, a splash, is, a splash is when you pancake a defender or the defender falls and you just fall on top of them. Okay, oh, okay. So you, I know that. If you watch that, Quentin, if you just watch Quentin Nelson, he splashed on yeah. guys like three or four times a game because he's an absolute animal. Like he is what you would consider. He, Watching he is him, he's, the most fun offensive lineman yeah. to watch in the game. Don't get right up. Now. Don't get up. <laughs> he is a technician as a pass blocker, but where he shines is as a run blocker, especially in, I remember in his rookie year, this one highlight. I think I've showed Will this single video maybe every single time we've had a family dinner, so I'm sure he's sick of it by now. But it's this video of Quentin Nelson pulling against the Jags and then lighting up Barry Church. Like he just <laughs> blows him up and then lays on and he's screaming. Like he's pulling around on a power play and he's going, ah, he's like screaming as he's pulling around <laughs> and then just flattens a grown man and splashes <laughs> on him. And the inner offensive lineman in me, the guy who was never very good, uh, was always like, Jesus Christ, dude, like carry the torch high for all you, for all the big boys there, man. But you just, <laughs> you're doing the good work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I agree. He is fun to watch. I do. I do look up his highlights, which I can't say for, for a whole lot of offensive linemen. No offense. Me neither, man. There's it's not too so many. Tough. I want to, I want to Google and, and see their highlight reel, but yeah, Quentin. Him and, and I, I like watching Zach Martin. I mean, mm-hmm. being a Cowboys fan, it doesn't get any better than that. Watching him. Man, like he he's a bad man yeah. on offense. Run blocking, you go behind him, he road grades people. <laughs> John Hanna as well, if you want some, some vintage throwback Ooh. stuff. John Hanna right. from the past. All right. Fantastic. I'll have a look.